السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك So just in closing, uh, a closing uh, thought, uh, I'm reminded of the statement of Imam al-Junaid. Oftentimes when people sort of are exposed to uh, Imam al-Ghazali and the ulama al-Akhirah, it can almost be something that slightly can be unsettling. But it's not a bad thing. It helps us break out of bad habits and routines that have become normalized in our lives that things need to be shifted a little bit in order for new growth to take place. Uh, but it, it should not lead to uh, some sense of despair or I can never really be like this. This is just too uh, far beyond me. It's asking too much. I'm reminded of the statement of Imam al-Junaid when he said that whoever prepares for himself a righteous intention, whoever really takes a righteous intention seriously and thinks about something of benefit that brings them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah opens for that person 70 doors of tawfiq, 70 doors of his enabling grace. So wherever you are in your life, in your own journey, in your own pursuit of knowledge, the first thing to really start with is intending those things between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, intending things that when you meet Allah, you want those things to be in your heart and you want those things to be in your life. When you start with that righteous intention in your really try your utmost to be sincere, you will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors of tawfiq. Allah will open doors of His enabling grace and success. So that's really a, an important uh, key to take away from this kind of retreat. Uh, uh, and wherever you are, whatever is accessible to you, whatever is available to you of teachers or books or online courses or whatever it may be, take advantage of that in a way that's consistent and sustainable and really uh, uh, follows this path of ilm tariq al-akhirah, the knowledge that takes you successfully to the hereafter. And uh, another closing thought that just came to mind and it wasn't really something that we had uh, planned in advance is alhamdulillah uh, a, a significant and exciting milestone for, for, for us at Al-Maqasid is now very soon will be inshallah opening up admissions uh, and there are many uh, alhamdulillah excellent institutions now even in North America. Uh, here at Al-Maqasid we've now expanded our classical Arabic program into the first two years uh, expanded uh, uh, you know, on top of the classical Arabic program and now we're offering uh, two years of uh, a seminary program at Al-Maqasid, inshallah, starting in the fall. So the first year will be the classical Arabic program uh, for those who are interested and are able to uh, uh, have you know, a full-time focused dedicated study. Uh, the first year will be classical Arabic and it's classical Arabic taught in a way that prepares people to access uh, beneficial knowledge and to really learn Arabic in a framework that sets them up for 
uh, uh, sacred knowledge and accessing the Quran and the ahadith of the Prophet and the rich life-giving scholarly tradition. And then year two of Al-Maqasid Seminary will be advanced Arabic, will be completing the Arabic curriculum, and then will also be the foundational Islamic sciences taught primarily in Arabic. So then we'll have Aqidah and Fiqh and Tasawwuf and Hadith and uh, books of Da'wah and so forth uh, at an introductory level taught primarily in Arabic and studied primarily in Arabic as part of year two. Uh, so that's something as we're talking about uh, uh, knowledge and really trying to uh, be people of knowledge and devotion and uh, teaching and serving humanity. Uh, uh, it's, I think, important for us, inshallah, to, uh, to share that uh, piece of information and, inshallah, a milestone. So for those who, who are able to dedicate some time to uh, uh, study, uh, inshallah, those options will be available. And in addition to that, Sheikh Yahya for many years has really been talking about uh, part-time programs, and alhamdulillah, this weekend retreat is part of that, offering more opportunities for people who are already have different responsibilities and work and family and life to be able to study the fardain, to be able to study beneficial knowledge on a part-time basis. And that is something that we ask you all to uh, pray that Allah grants us tawfiq and being able to successfully achieve that and continue to develop that. Uh, so those are just some updates uh, uh, as well. And then finally, bringing it back to bringing it back to what really benefits us here and now, and more importantly, when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is I'll end with just a, a brief reflection that we are now in the sacred month of Rajab. And the ulama, they call Rajab Rajabul Asab, the month where there's so many divine outpourings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, uh, our teacher, Sayyid al-Hayy he has a poem about the month of Rajab. He says, Fi Rajab kam ajaib. In the month of Rajab, how many wondrous things take place. Kam mawahib, how many gifts. Wa kam jood, and how much generosity does Allah give. Araj al-Mustafa bih khayr hamid wa mahmud. In the month of Rajab, the chosen one, al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, uh, he was taken on the Isra and Mi'raj. And he was brought close. Uh, and he was given gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that have no limit. And he came back to us with the Salah from our Lord, the one who is worshipped, the best who is worshipped subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are in the month of Rajab and the ulama say it's a month of istighfar. It's a month of repentance and turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and cleaning our hearts and cleaning our slates in preparation for the month of Sha'ban, followed by the most noble month of Ramadan. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. And we pray that Allah accepts this retreat from all of us uh, in this sacred month. Uh, and makes it, inshallah, a means of preparation for uh, the most blessed month of Ramadan. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Walafumakum. Bismillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. I just wanted to remind ourselves about what we've done this weekend and kind of go over the outline one last time.
And we started on Friday night with an introduction to the Ihya and the Book on Knowledge. We spoke a little bit about the biography of Imam al-Ghazali, his very powerful introduction to the Ihya al din We analyzed parts of it and attempted to really bring out what he was trying to accomplish through this masterpiece of the Ihya al-Muddin, highlighting some of the key features of the Book of Knowledge, which all really is a part of his project of tajdeed, renewal. And Imam al-Ghazali very clearly is concerned about how you and I conceive of knowledge and what really truly is knowledge, and how you and I then embark upon a path to acquire beneficial knowledge. And we then, on Friday night, looked at the merit of knowledge, learning, and teaching that focusing on various Quranic verses, prophetic hadith, and statements of the pious predecessors, and a little bit about the intellectual proof about why knowledge is so important. And that was meant to move us, to encourage us, to dedicate our lives to learning. Even if you already have a career, even if you already established a family, dedicate your life to learning. And travel a path. Travel the path, even if it means from your own home where you're metaphorically traveling. Travel, take a path of learning. And one of the greatest fruits of all, as our Prophet taught us in a hadith, is that Allah will facilitate a path for you to paradise. Allah will make it easy for you to enter into paradise, i.e. He'll give you what it is that you need. But you have to travel. In other words, you have to learn and you have to put that effort in. And then yesterday we had four different sessions and then a special session of Amul Tarif. We started the day by defining Ilm Tariq al-Akhir, the science of the way to the hereafter. Because it's important that we understand that concept. And we highlighted in that session how you and I need a methodology, an approach on how we deal with all of the different aspects of our life. And how the concept of Ilm Tariq al-Akhir is far-reaching. It doesn't just apply to how we approach religious knowledge. It applies to how we approach knowledge in general and how we approach all the different aspects of our life. In other words, most importantly, we think about the end result of all matters, that we are going to meet Allah. And we need to make decisions accordingly and to focus on what is really important and always be ready to curb our nafs when it wants to get into something that is going to that preoccupy it with something that is going to waste our time or get us in trouble. And we also spoke in that session about the knowledge of ilm and mu'amala, the practical knowledge, knowledge of praxis, and how this is the focus of the ihya. We learn the sharia, we learn what we need to know in terms of all the different things that we do, from we, have, we understand the ruling of Allah in it, and then we work on the heart and understand how to purify our heart, how to adorn our heart with virtue, what it is is going to come in the way between us and remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a pure heart. And then after that, Ustad Amjad spoke about the restoration of religious terminology. We looked in detail at five important words, fiqh, ilm, tawheed, tathkir, and hikmah. And the fact that Imam Uzay chose these five was because these five needed to be restored and in one way or another they had been abused or misused or that 
um, minimized and limited in terms of their meaning and how we need to recapture that. But these five words, the very fact that he mentioned those five, we should have a close connection with all five. We should really know, like for our deen, we should know what fiqh is in its broadest sense. Ilm, we should understand what that is and have a close connection to it. Tawheed, tadkir, hikmah. And embark upon a path where we do things where we have a close association with them. And then Amul Tarif, as always in this special session, connected us to the Prophet ﷺ that increased our awareness and our insight into what is really important about this whole matter. And inshallah ta'ala, we are going to ask him at the end of the session to, he's following online, to make dua for us. And then in session five yesterday, the afternoon, we uh, approached the discussion of beneficial knowledge and blameworthy knowledge, looking at, as Imam Ghazali presents it, the individual obligations and the communal obligations. And again, this was an introduction and really what's important about the individual obligations, the ilm al-hal, is that we learn what we need to learn when it becomes an obligation. And if we've done that, we've fulfilled the individual obligations. And there's a portion of knowledge that is we can learn in a fairly short period of time that we begin with, but then there's times in our life where another type of knowledge might become an obligation. And we have to learn that knowledge before we embark upon that thing. And then Imam Ghazali's amazing conception of the Fard Kifaya, the communal obligations, which are rooted in sufficiency, so that the Muslim community becomes self-sufficient and how there's hardly really a career track, except that it somehow is going to fit into his conception of Fard Kifaya. We need to now take the next step and think about what we're planning to do, like in the future with our lives, or what we're already doing right now, and to find some way to make a righteous intention behind it so that we can be fulfilling a communal obligation there. And then we uh, spoke today, uh, then we the also Sidi Amjad ended the day yesterday with the etiquette of debate and its pitfalls. And that's worthy for us to go back and to listen to very carefully. It's not meant just to hear. It's not meant to just go through and listen to. It's meant to put into practice. There's serious dangers in this. And just look at the pitfalls that he mentioned and look at the metaphor that he gave us and how that if you enter into debate, even though seemingly that it's something okay to do, all of the potential pitfalls and vices that you will be exposed to, it's a very serious thing. And when people start to argue and that becomes a habit within them, it's a very serious thing because our Prophet indicated that people don't go astray after having been guided except that they take to argumentation and dispute. So we need to eliminate this and think about how much time we waste in this. And you could even apply this to that debate and the arguing over things that are outside of the religious context. The same things apply. Even if you're differing with someone over something at work or with your spouse or something, some of these same pitfalls could arise with any dispute. So they are just as applicable in that, in, those con in that context as they are in a religious context. And then today, uh, Sidi Amjad that spoke about the etiquettes of students of knowledge, I apologize for not attending uh, the session earlier, and we ended with the 12 signs of the scholars of the hereafter. This is the benchmark 
This is, these are the criterion whereby which we know who we should learn, what we should learn from who. And ultimately, that the degree of trust that we should place in an individual is to the degree that they've realized these various traits within themselves, that these signs appear within them. So, inshallah ta'ala, with that, that and I hope to have covered the most important parts of the book on knowledge, that we hope to have covered the most important parts on the book of knowledge, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept. And in closing, uh, to reiterate something that was already said during the sessions, we need to revive seeking sacred knowledge. We need to revive that. And this is not just something of the 90s. This is not just something that people did in previous times. This is important for every individual. And this is important for every household. This is important for our families and our children and our community members. And we need to go beyond the Sunday school type approach that has its function, it has its purpose, but we need to go beyond that. Where we need to raise our children in a way where they are grounded in their deen from an early stage. Where they are learning the tradition Meaning that they're not just learning like a textbook type, a general type of knowledge. That's good, but we've got to go deeper and study the sciences, and study the science of creed in detail, study the science of fiqh in detail, of tasawwuf in detail, and start getting into the uh, complexities and the richness of our traditions so that, inshallah ta'ala, they will then be grounded in knowledge and have a perspective whereby which they'll be able to understand what they're exposed to in the modern world. Wherever it's coming from, they'll have a that pre they'll have a knowledge that they've had that they've learned before that, where they can sift through uh, much of what might that confuse them uh, or lead them astray. So, inshallah, we really hope to do this, and that if we make the intention, as Ustad Amjad mentioned, the doors will open for us. And so that we hope that all those who are present, all of those who are following online, all of those who will hear these sessions, make an intention to learn and to dedicate your life to knowledge. And you'll see doors open up for you to do just that. This is something that we hope to see happen, is that there will be a rebirth and a revival of seeking knowledge. And inshallah ta'ala, that knowledge will color the heart then, and everything that is that you do will be better. Every aspect of your life, Life will be better by virtue of the prophetic inheritance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us in all of our affairs. And um, we're going to ask Amul Tarif uh, to make Fatiha for us. Uh, but uh, I wanted to uh, first and foremost um, that uh, send our condolences to Sister Amreen and Dr. Zephyr, some of our core community members here at Al-Maqasid. Uh, Sister Amreen lost uh, someone who was uh, that uh, pretty much like her mother, she raised her, uh, and um, that the janazah is today, so we're going to have to head out shortly after prayer to attend the janazah in, in New Jersey, inshallah. And so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon her soul to forgive all of her sins and bless her with the shafa of Sayyidina Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ya arhamar rahmin. May Allah ta'ala enter into paradise without any reckoning, ya arhamar rahmin, and to accept from her and reunite her loved ones with her in the highest levels of paradise after long life. In after long lives in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. So if we could have Amul Tariq.
الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين افضل الصلاه والتسليم على سيدنا محمد وعلى اصحابه اجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وانا معظم المقدم على سيدنا وحبيبنا وطبيبنا وشفيعنا وقائدنا وقرعنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم just before doing the the um the dua i want to give good news for all of you um the session was supposed to be at 9 a.m. my time so I was there and then you know there was some time waiting for it during the waiting I was waiting for this session to start. I got a call from Medina. And, and the one who called me, he took a picture of, of me in that call, it's a video call. And it was directly to Rasulullah Sallallahu And I, I, I asked Rasulullah Sallallahu for the maqasid, for this session, for the ahya. I asked Rasulullah Sallallahu to give us nadra and madad and to look over, over our hearts. So, so I felt I don't need to make dua today. It's already done. But still, as Sheikh uh, Yahya, I know he wanted to say something. So uh, let's open our heart to have Yahya in our heart, to have life in our heart. And the way our heart can be alive is to connect our heart to the heart of Rasulullah and that's by this we have ihya in our heart, we have life in our heart. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, Salaka Bijal Habil Adam Salam, and Tajal Fi Kulubina Hayatan Kamatu Hibba Torda. We wasal Kulubina Al Habil Azam Sallallahu Salam. Salaka Ya Allah fi had fi Rajabil Hajab and Turina Kama Ra Habibukal Sabasar fi Israel Miraj Min al Kurb wal Wisar wal Tisal. ومن الفتوحات والأنوار يا الله أسألك يا الله وأنت على كل شيء قدير يا أرحم الراحمين اجعل الأنوار والبركات لجميع من حضر هذا هذا المؤتمر ولجميع من 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 هو من يتصل